Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Get up, get up, get up. It's the Get Up Show. Welcome, friends. We're so excited. Yeah. OMG. Oh, yeah. It's the Simon Says Podcast with the Get Up Show here. I'm Sean and Charlie and Maddie over there. Hello there. What's this up? This is... Podcast number 52. Be sure that you subscribe and like it and share it and love it and rub it all over your body. <laughs> Make sure your friends are rubbing it on their bodies, too. That's yeah. Right. yeah don't rub it on your friends' bodies. Not yet, anyway. Maybe uh, Fauci says you can rub things on your friends' bodies by fall. Well, if you got a big stick. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Yeah, just tie it to the stick and poke at them with yeah. it. There yeah. You go. Put it on the end of the stick. I don't think they'll still be your friends. Oh, come on. Live a little. Yeah. You can do it. So welcome. Welcome to the podcast. It's been a big week. Inauguration yesterday, um, which, you know, wait, no, that's today. We're, that's... we're not doing this in the future. <laughs> no. Uh, it, it's on right now. And yeah. uh, Kamala Harris is being sworn in while we're talking right now. And I wish we could we could do this and, and watch it at the same time, but I don't think that's fair. No, nope. so. duty calls. That's right. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I would definitely not do that. <laughs> you guys just talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> I was I was so scared that something stupid was going to happen after what happened two weeks ago at the Capitol. But so far, so good. It's uh, it's they're just starting the inauguration ceremonies now. Yes. But good so. God, I have a real good feeling about it right now. So how crazy Peaceful. is it? Like the entire mall covered in flags. Mm-hmm. Like that. I mean, just picture that job. Of I mean, but it, it looks it, amazing. No, it's so it beautiful. Is. But God. That's how many did they say it was like 200,000 flags? Neat. Yeah. What happens to those? Because that would be a great keepsake, wouldn't it? it would to, to end up with I'm, one of those flags. I'm sure they're going to do yeah. something cool with it. I, I would hope they don't just go, well, let me well, get this giant trash bag. It'll be on eBay because that's like the yeah, yeah, that's Easter egg roll that they do at the White House. Every year when they do that, I go on eBay and look for the eggs from the previous <laughs> years, and you can always find them. Like, what kid gets that wooden egg from the White House and goes home, and their parents take it and sell it on eBay? What kind of, what kind of house think, is that? You think That's they get home? Wrong. It's happening in the car. They're on the metro, <laughs> and their parents are like, give me that egg. It's the rule. The president said, I have to take that egg. I'll stop at the you know Walgreens and get you a whole bag of eggs. Oh, wow. Okay. Yay, candy. Okay. <laughs> Sean, I actually hate that you're having to work right now and you can't watch this because um, your girl, Lady Gaga, belted out the national anthem. Oh, and now her. Hot and Tot J-Lo is singing something. And it's oh, just, I, I mean, all your favorites are. She's are... singing Jenny from the block. Is Wait, <laughs> yeah. you got two of them. Is Miley Cyrus there too? 
I'm sure she's waiting in the wings. <laughs> she's oh, going to do my, some covers. My head's going to explode. <laughs> Metallica. <laughs> Look, she rocked doing Metallica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You we said got, so. So did Gaga, though. When Gaga did that yeah. video, that, that thing with uh, with Metallica on that awards show, and she had her oh, yeah. cut off shorts. Nah, she rocked Whoa! like that that weird girl in the band, like yeah. the, the band doing Rage Against the Machine video. I don't know if you've seen uh, that one, but she's over-rocking. She's, no, she, yeah. she does everything just right. Mm-hmm. I just finished binging her American Horror Story season oh, called wow. The Hotel. Yeah, yeah, I did it in two days. I couldn't stop, man. I couldn't stop. And usually, you guys know that I'm real sensitive and, and uh, things hurt my feelings. And that yes. was gory and scary. And it was psychologically scary. And, and there was just all kinds of awful business going on. But I could not stop watching it. It was... okay. So did you only watch the Gaga season? You haven't so watched far. all of them? So oh. far. <laughs> so you pick and choose. But but now, after watching that, if the writing on all of the seasons is that good, it's written in such a way like the words, the and it, it's often like internal like soliloquies and things. It's not mm-hmm. uh, dialogue so much as when people are thinking and stuff the way that the words come out is like a song it's just written so well i could not stop consuming huh. it it Wasn't was so good adam levine in one of the seasons like the no very idea. first season or something i know that you're that's next on your list to watch because <laughs> you know gaga then adam levine you love them both equally well, I mean, I'll I'll give it a pass because if, <laughs> like I said, if the writing is that good on every single season, I'm going to go back and start at Murder House and watch them all yeah. because it blew my mind. And then to think, as I understand it, a lot of these actors are in every season. Like Sarah Yeah, they Paulson. carry over yeah. and they uh-huh. have like connections. They're not necessarily the same character, but there's a no. connection between each season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking and- of her... Huh. My wife started watching uh, Ratchet on uh-huh. uh, Netflix. Oh, yeah, Nurse and Ratchet. I was like, I'm not really into it. But I walked into the room last night, and she was like mid-episode, and I sat down. And now I'm like, I might need to go back. But she, Sarah Paulson is also, you know, she's Nurse Ratchet in that. She is uh-huh. awesome. She's, she's brilliant. brilliant. Yeah. In, the, in this particular, oh, I don't, is that a spoiler? Do I do a spoiler? The thing came out in 2015. So is it okay to <laughs> do a spoiler? I think you're okay. Yeah, she plays two characters in this that are complete polar opposites, and she nails it to the point you don't recognize her from one, oh, one wow. role to the next. She's good. she's she's incredible, and I love the idea. I understand that they don't play the same characters, and that's what I love because these actors are so good. I want to see them mm-hmm. doing other things in the other seasons. I can't. But that doesn't wait. throw you off at all because, like, I was watching. So they did that with the Haunting on Hill House, and then mm-hmm. with Bly Manor, and they had the same characters come back for different roles like they're completely different characters mm-hmm. and it was part of me was like wait a minute but you were you know like one of the main guys that he's a british butler or a british driver and then but in the first one he was a, an american junkie so i'm like wait <laughs> wait a minute but what? that you don't like that because that's i respect that so much when an actor can be completely unrecognizable role to role you see somebody like yeah. steven seagal who is just that in every <laughs> yeah. role you know? kicky kicky foot no yeah. I, it's it, it i guess i get that and i do appreciate that but i mean it's hard too when you think that someone nailed the character mm-hmm. like in the haunting at hill house like the main actress um she was br- she was great and then to see her in that it was like well 
she's still great, but I'm like, oh, well, she's less ghosty in this one. Mm-hmm. Well, there's there was one, one of the first shows that I remember actually binge watching that I couldn't get enough of was Orphan Black. Yeah. And the one main character ends up finding she has like eight clones and Ooh. each one of them has a completely different personality and she plays every single one of them. And it oh, is wow. amazing. I can't even remember her name now, unfortunately, but she is so good that I was just like, just blown away because they really are different people. Was it as good as Michael Keaton in Multiplicity? <laughs> I mean, it's hard to <laughs> wait, keep up with that. Is that the, wait, is that the one where he duplicates himself and like over and over and over yeah. or some yes. have different personality? Yes. yes. He gets dumber and dumber as he goes. Hey, look, (laughs) but speaking of horrors, speaking of chilling horrors that you can't believe you're watching it, but for some reason you have to keep watching it, what's up with that monster lady who put the SpaghettiOs and meatballs in the pie crust? (laughs) Oh, my God. You all will love her. I mean, I'm sure that you, the whole reason you two watched her is because she's really pretty. But uh, no, I, for 100, percent that wasn't what caught me. No, <laughs> hey. I just saw somebody posted it and said, you know, you should be, you, you got to check this out. And then I was like, what is she doing? And then I was like, oh god, no. Well, what was she doing? What was her excuse for that? Because she was if, cooking for the kids. She had a pie crust, a pre-made pie crust in a in a you know pie pan, and it looked good. And then she dumped a can of Chef Boyardee. Was it SpaghettiOs and meatballs? SpaghettiOs and yeah. meatballs, yeah. She dumped that in there, and I kind of skipped around. She put cheese in it, and then she put buttered toast on top whoa, of it. Whoa, whoa you missed? Oh okay. no, back yeah. up. Yeah. yeah, you're missing a crucial so step. That part, oh. I'm okay. Like I'm still, I'm like, ah, not my me neat. You could make like a spaghetti pie kind of thing, mm. but but she puts in mozzarella and then she pours in some milk. Yeah. What? I don't yeah. know why. I, that she part, pours a splash of milk and the mozzarella, and but then she dumps. Is it then she dumps another can another on top can. of that? Yeah, and then some more cheese. But then, so then the thing with the the bread, she like takes like four slices of bread, butters them, then takes garlic powder, a and lot then just of garlic powder, but then pounds the the garlic powder into the bread with her fist. She's like, <laughs> oh my god! Cuts the crusts off, of course, because the kids don't like crusts. Which again, I'm like, what? But then then she tops the the crazy so that's pie. The top crust. Yeah. yeah, she calls that crust. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then bakes it. And then when she takes it out of the oven, she's so dang pleased with herself. Oh, this is the best one I've ever made. But uh, okay. The the milk terrified. I, that didn't make any sense. Uh, yeah, that's when I was like, what she do what what are you doing here? But didn't you at some point though go, <laughs> like if you had your own leftover spaghetti or you made a whole batch of spaghetti and it's already sauced and everything. You put that in a pie crust, top it with cheese and bake it. It's a spaghetti pie. That could be actually really good. I wouldn't right. use that kind of crust though. That's not the kind of crust. I would make like a pizza dough crust and do like almost, you know, like a calzone type of thing with it. Which you could also do with like So I mean, it's funny cuz you see something and at first you're terrified. Like, sure. "Oh god, what are you doing now?" Yeah. But then you're you like, go, "Well, well I, I can might make that work." Able- yeah. Like I almost like the more I thought about it cuz I actually I do enjoy spaghettios now and then <laughs> do but, you yeah they're not i mean in a pinch that was yeah. like college go-to food man i still eat rav- mini raviolis all the time yeah sometimes I, I can't say that i do that all the time and i haven't in the last year or so but yeah once in a while and what i like to do is peel the bottom off and eat the meat out 
and then eat the rest of the <laughs> I pasta. used to do that, yeah. Hey. Um, so, well, can let me hit on something here real quick, though. You two are both fancy chefs in the kitchen. Yeah. Like, yeah. so I'm surprised you even have SpaghettiOs in your cabinet. But I am not the best cook, and I was even mortified when oh, yeah, I saw awful. her do this. I was like, no, you must stop that right now. <laughs> she was also wearing, like, a really nice... <laughs> this yeah, is odd she for me great. It was like a white puffy kind of sweater thing and I'm like why would you wear that to cook spaghettios with, with anything red I don't know why like it was just full of everything hairs. everything was wrong with that yeah. but you know what every time I hear the word spaghettios it takes me back to one scene when I was living in Henderson I was a little kid and I don't know how it happened I don't remember how it got there but in the kitchen at that house that's the kitchen that I burned down one time with a grease fire uh-huh. and put it out myself okay so I don't know how it got there, but way, way, way high on the kitchen wall was one SpaghettiO. <laughs> and I think I was the only person that saw it because it never got removed. And it was there for years. And I would sit there and eat my breakfast or whatever. And I'd look up at that SpaghettiO and be like, hey, there you are. You're still there. <laughs> and you never once said, mom, why is there a SpaghettiO on the wall? No way. Because that was my thing. And yeah, then, and I kind of with you on that. Yeah, but then listen to this. So as it went, you know, I burned the kitchen down. It had to be painted. The painters came and painted over the spaghetti. Uh, <laughs> they didn't remove it. No, no, it stayed. And so uh, even that's though crazy lazy, was, that's awesome. It was painted. But the SpaghettiO was still there. I can still oh see the gosh. outline of it. So I never lost that SpaghettiO. Oh, God. Uh, your, friend, <laughs> your little friend was still there. That's yeah. fantastic. See, what I would almost like, that's one of those things that you almost, like you do something to mess with somebody at work or something. Like you would do something to their debt. Well, you and I would do that to our to each other, bro. Yeah. yeah. Where we would message with each other's stuff to see how long it would take someone to notice. Yeah. Like we had a honey bun that we would move from <laughs> office to office. That went back and forth for like a year or so, didn't Maybe longer. Longer. Because, I mean, I didn't find it for like a long time. And then I think like I would wait till you'd leave the office and I would hide it in your office. Uh-huh. But, and, uh huh. But that's we, kind of one of those fun things. Like, you know, your spaghetti was like, that was. That was your private thing. And also to see if anyone else would notice. But the, the thing is... How did it get so high up? What was going on in that right. kitchen that day for that SpaghettiO to get so high up on this? And the velocity that it took for it to stick there and never leave. Was it the only one? Or were yeah. there other ones lower that they could reach and they just couldn't get up there? And they were like, was, eh, what else? That was the only one I ever saw. But Maybe. back back to your yeah. thing about the honey bun. Man, we were so creative with that. It would be like in the ceiling and just the little little tiny bit of the wrapper would be showing out of the ceiling. Or he would like duct tape it under my yeah. chair. <laughs> taped it under your desk. Oh, that's I a good it, one. You got a little tiny baby, uh, one of your daughter's child boots on your desk. It was in there for a minute. Oh, you know why that came back to me? Because you oh, that left was... your window down one day. <laughs> that's right. And I it threw it in my... your car. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was crazy confused why I had a child boot in my car. <laughs> yeah. yeah that was, I put a few things in your car that day, but she had outgrown the boots and i had one boot in my car and i was like huh this is going in maddie's car for no reason (laughs) (laughs) that's right i forgot about that but we did it with like mayonnaise packs and that mayonnaise you had one up and i knew it was there but then it became a thing of like let's see how long this can go but it was up stuck like in the heating vent in the um (laughs) in my ceiling but I, i don't remember what made us take it well i say us i don't know what made me take it down i think i got scared that it would rupture 
Come on. What man. about those weird Japanese Jello things that you had? That were oh, those are still in the condiment drawer. I think at work. Unless are they? Do you think someone's gone in now since we've been gone and cleaned all that crap? No. Out? God, oh I my hope God. So. Did I tell you guys when I, my daughter and I had to go up to the office for something and I don't remember what it was, but we went in the main break room, not the little one by our our studio, but we went in the main break room. And for whatever reason, I opened the refrigerator. Oh. And the foulest funk oh, no. from, you know, 400 years hit me in the face. <laughs> and oh I realized gosh. this was from that taco day we had <gasps> in February. Oh, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that wins. Oh, no. Oh, it's yeah. Taco so I, Tuesday from and a, it was a like day gone by. Liquid toppings. Everything oh. that had been in there was liquid and just awful. So I threw it all away. I did. Oh. I did. Oh no! Come on, Bruh. that would have been amazing to see if that's like a year. We could have done a, a fun viral TikTok video eating a year old taco. <laughs> oh my god! No. Oh yeah, no. Oh, wait, I don't want to die. Hey guys. <laughs> so we were talking on the radio show about the difference it makes in during these times where you don't have to put on actual clothes to go to work. You know, you're working at home. A lot of people are. Mm-hmm. But but the difference in your mindset, if you do take the time to get dressed, which I do every day of life, I put on my khakis and my crisp button down and I put on my loafers and my like today I have on Mr. Rogers socks. So um, do you even do you do that like on Saturdays when you don't really have to go anywhere and whatever you still get up and get dressed? Yes, but it depends if I am not going anywhere. Like if I'm just sitting around watching Westerns, I don't necessarily do that. But if I leave the house, like I told you, if I go to the mailbox or if I roll the trash can in, I do get dressed. (laughs) See, I was, you know, okay. So I did slide back during my my COVID days when I was at my sick point. I was... Mm -hmm. Definitely rocking my sweatpants a lot. That's where I, I, I wore out a pair. I just finally found a cool pair of sweatpants that I dig, some Adidas ones at uh, Costco. But, and I wish I'd bought more because now they don't have them anymore. Of but anywho, but yeah, then I was rocking my sweatpants. But for the most part, I've been getting up and taking a shower and, you know, like it, it, I do my stupid quote unquote commute to the basement. Yeah. But, um, then again, my my day to day clothes are I I don't have khakis or button ups that I wear. It's I'm already yeah. casual. So yeah, you I'm are already still wearing my pajamas as we speak. Wow, but that doesn't mess you up in the head. It doesn't make you feel like you're you're not doing as much as you could be doing. Because if I just stayed in my casual clothes, I don't think I'd be driven to finish my work. I don't think well, I'd d- do it. I will say, as a woman getting ready takes much longer than it does for most men as far as like with me if I'm actually getting ready I will do my hair and I will put makeup on and it's like it's a process so that takes some time Mm. so you know that whole thing it's like ah I'm not going anywhere why should I take all that time to do that but also it's like I got up and then started doing stuff and did the show this morning and it's like I just haven't had time to go put clothes on okay you know that's a funny thing about being married is that I've realized again it takes me maybe 10 minutes to to finish up in the bathroom i mean shaved head aside it's a quick lathering rinse you know dry off and i'm done you know versus like if my wife's like i'm gonna jump in the shower I'm like wait, wait let me get in there real quick you know like yeah. at bed like she'll go to take a shower and i'm like let me brush my teeth and stuff she's like god you're taking forever i'm like listen no you're taking forever i want to get in bed i don't want to just lounge around and wait for you 
Well, the other thing that came up when we were talking about that was Charlie asked if I ever wear casual clothes. I can I, I can say that you have you do. The only time I can remember seeing you slightly casual was when we had to do that big barbecue festival at the fairgrounds. And I think you were wearing like Simon T-shirts, which was as casual as I've ever seen you. I was wearing a bowling shirt to one of those, a black and white Lansky Brothers bowling shirt to one. But yeah, I was probably wearing a Simon shirt to one of those. But yeah, Maddie's seen me in shorts and a T-shirt. I have. And it's terrifying because it's like... (laughs) He's always so perfectly dressed. Like, this is the man that takes all his shirts to the dry cleaners. So they're all pressed perfectly. And his pants are pressed perfectly. And he has an outfit on. And so to see him in casual clothing, it's just disconcerting. Ish. T-shirt with a picture on it. You're like, ah, what's happening? Who are you? (laughs) Have you been kidnapped? Shorts? What is this? (laughs) (laughs) I don't do it often. Oh, my God. Speaking of T-shirts, listen to this. Oh, my God. So, you know, I've collected (laughs) T-shirts forever. I've got all my uh, concert T-shirts and my Memphis T-shirts and Mm -hmm. various and assorted logo T-shirts that I love. And since I lost all that weight, I decided to go through and take the double X's and triple. I wore the triples because they gave me a lot of room. I used them as nightgowns. But anyway, I decided (laughs) to take the double and triple X's out of rotation. And you cannot believe the mountain of T-shirts that I have now to make into quilts or whatever. And I'm having to to re-T-shirt. I'm having to go and find new Elvis T-shirts and new Clint Eastwood T-shirts and stuff to go back in that I can wear that fit me because I'm in a large now. Instead That's of those, awesome. those big ones. But yeah, it's sad though, because I those those are my, a friend of mine said, they tell your story and now yeah. they're just in a heat. Oh, don't say that. Cause I've been going through and like whittling and I actually made some tough calls and got rid of like donated some shirts to like oh, good bro, no, no. I know. But don't say they tell your story. Cause that's what I constantly, like I have a couple that I've mm-hmm. been like carrying from house to house to house. Like there's one, like a listener in DC gave me a cool Pentagon shirt. And I don't even like to wear it, but I'm like, it's a cool shirt. Like, you know, hey, check it out. I got a cool shirt from the Pentagon. Or like uh, another one where I traded shirts with a guy because I wanted his shirt. And he's like, well, fine, give me yours. And it was super gross, too, but I was... Yeah, what was that scene? You ran into a (laughs) random and you guys took off shirts and traded? it was a guy I knew. He was bartending at this other bar, and I loved that shirt. And he was like, well, fine. He had just gotten off shift, so it was crazy sweaty. And he's (laughs) like, here. So me being me, I'm like, all right. So we traded shirts, so I wore his wet, (laughs) sweaty shirt. And now I have it still. You're an animal. (laughs) I know. So... I'm bad about, so I've moved numerous times through my life. I'm kind of a gypsy as far as that goes. And every time you move, you whittle things down just so that you don't have to move so much stuff. And somewhere along the line, I decided to whittle down some of my t-shirts. It was like, I wasn't in a t-shirt phase. I wasn't really wearing them. It was like, why do I have 800 t-shirts? And so I believe that I've gotten rid of quite a few that now I wish I had kept. Thankfully, yeah. thankfully I did hang on to some, like some old Motley Crue tour, tour shirts and some old Bon Jovi ones and things like that. And my sister-in-law made me a gorgeous rock and roll quilt. I love that. But there still would have been probably 30 more that I could have made another quilt out of. Yeah. I'm thinking this quilt 
out of these t-shirts would be like for the neighborhood. It would be so big. There's so many yeah. dang. And they're huge. There's so many t-shirts and they're like tents. They're so big. All right. Switching over to some science news. I have some very exciting science news. We like to think that if you hear anything from the science world, you hear it from the Get Up show. Yes. The Simon Says Podcast. <laughs> First preserved dinosaur butthole is perfect and unique, paleontologist <laughs> says. The first. Wait a minute. So wait. The automatically now. You need to. We need to start a movement to put dinosaur buttholes on all the dinosaurs in all the music. Like, well, you think the one at the Natural Science Center? You know that giant T Rex? Did it have a butthole? No. No. This it's is the under first his one. Tail. Because you know, if you go to the Smithsonian with that big, beautiful elephant, he no has none. There is not one there. I even took a picture with me and my family posing to send to you. To I prove. took pictures of the kids in front of that. So that they would always have that. <laughs> I'm first, concerned about your all's preoccupation with animal buttholes. The first dinosaur butthole ever discovered is shedding light where the sun don't shine. <laughs> is the, it? Dis- the discovery wow. reveals how dinosaurs used this multi-purpose opening, scientifically known mm. as the cloacal vent. <laughs> The dinosaur's oh, derriere is so well well preserved, researchers could see the remnants of two small bulges by its back door, which might have housed musky scent glands that the mm. reptile possibly used during courtship. Ah, oh, that's romance. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. so dinosaurs sprayed like the tigers at the zoo? Yeah. yeah. Although the dinosaur's caboose shares some characteristics with the backsides of some living creatures, it's also a one-of-a-kind opening, the researchers found. Wow. Magical. Now, now, what do you think when the scientists all get together at their yearly soiree? <laughs> I'm the butthole scientist. <sighs> yeah. Like, what did you I discover? I'm the one who discovered it. Yeah, man. We he th- see us. We came up with a cure for coronavirus. Oh yeah, that's awesome. What did you do? Oh, I some space stuff. This is neat. What did you do? Oh man, check this out. I found dinosaurs have buttholes. <laughs> I'll bet he's the most popular guy at the party. Not that they have them. They found one, and it's preserved. They found it. They found... Yeah, but therefore proving... The existence. I mean, so, I, mean, I mean, I'm. You're pretty sure we always thought they did. Not, but you now don't know. we have one. Now we have one, and you know how people have kind of the the conjecture has been the dinosaurs <laughs> were birds. You know, the, the the birds evolved from dinosaurs. Right. Well, now this guy is saying it doesn't quite look like the opening on birds, which are the closest living relatives of dinosaurs. It does look a bit like the back opening of a crocodile. But it's different Lizard. in some ways. I want that thing in a rotating glass case, much like the Hope Diamond. Well, so that we can all swarm around it and examine it in all its and butthole see it glory. From all angles. I just like any chance to use the term butthole. I think this is fantastic. I think you've said it enough. I don't know. I feel like we still have some time. <laughs> well, Nicolas Cage will probably buy it. Side note, I watched that uh, the history of swearing on Netflix, and yeah. everyone said that it should have been Samuel L. Jackson. I thought that Nicolas Cage did a fantastic job, and that show, that series was great. You've Samuel seen the whole Jackson's thing? like yeah. too predictable. That's true. That's the one you would guess. It's but it, got to yeah. be somebody who's a little off. Yeah, the episodes are only like twenty minutes. It's only six. They don't they don't go through a whole ton of of curses, but. Um, well, I, I thought it was fantastic. Was it very educational? Did you learn a whole lot about those words, where those words came from? Some of them, uh, the S word, I think was interesting because they had a whole theory behind it. Okay. Um, but the craziest thing I learned about that is I did not realize that back in the day, people used to use 
uh, very communal restrooms. It was like yes. picture uh, like a line of holes and everybody yeah. would sit yeah. on them. Yeah, I that's hilarious to me. Can you imagine? Like someone was one of the comedians was talking. He's like, can you imagine? Like just everybody going and hanging out and pooping yeah. sideways. But dude, but it's it was better to have it like in one spot than to have I them know, all over the place. You, so yes. we have to be separate. But can but, you imagine? Like the three of us, or, or you're at a concert. You picture, <laughs> you know, okay, Ziggy's back in the day, and Winston used to have the trough, and it, I it hated was pretty those. close. Oh, I hated, <laughs> hated those, man. But so basically, the trough, but it, we're all like squat, like sitting. Well, and people are so private with that these yeah. days. It's like, don't even talk to me outside the door. No, I don't want to. I don't want to know anybody's <laughs> even there. No. I don't want to know there's any other humans. But before they had that communal thing, it was just out in the open street. You know, hey, how's it going? Ah, pretty good. Uh, <laughs> Gotta what go. About you? Ah, you know what? Come to think of it, I'll join you. <laughs> I just picture my dog and it's like, I yeah. picture, but it like the three, like we let the dogs out and you let the three of them circle. Who let the dogs out? Me. I did. Oh. <laughs> and then, but now I'm just picturing it as like, we're all on a walk or something like, God, you know, give me a second guys. And I just drop. Yeah, all of you. Yeah, uh, not behind a bush or hiding behind a tree. Oh, like, I ah, guess wherever. Well, you know, now that that weird long pooping board doesn't seem so weird. See, <laughs> I'm glad we could help. Now, here's a dog story that has nothing to do with duty. That dog, that awesome dog, imitated the owner. The owner had a limp, and so the the dog was limping, and the owner took it to the vet to find out what was wrong with the dog. And come to find out, there was nothing wrong with the dog. It was just imitating the owner's limp. It was like a sympathy, sympathy thing. Isn't that yeah, amazing? If you haven't seen it, we've got the video on our um, Simon Facebook page. But So the guy is on crutches, and he has a big cast. He broke his ankle. He's uh-huh. got a big cast on his leg, and he's going on his crutches, and so he's kind of hopping, and his little greyhound doggy is hopping right beside him, holding one leg up. Oh, that is just beautiful, and they know. really are man's best friend. I think that's funny, though. It's a little faker. <laughs> I know. He spent $400 trying to find out what was wrong with him. That's the worst. Like, nah, your dog's just being a... Your, your dog just won't, doesn't want you to have all the glory right now. Like, oh, I'm hurt, too. There's always that kid at school who's like, you know, yeah. someone comes in with a cast, suddenly they've got, like, extra Band-Aids or something. Like, ace oh, bandage. Look at me. I'm hurt, too. Can you sign my ace bandage? <laughs> so how did the lady uh, bust her, her cheater with a lint roller? Tell us that one real quick. Yo, this is like some serious CSI. So she took it. She thought that he was cheating on her. She took the lint roller and rubbed it all over his carpet. Uh-huh. And I and I guess so I guess they weren't living together. And long story short is she found some long red hairs. Needless to say, she has black hair, so therefore he is a dirty cheater. Well, was there not Maybe any he other just reason? Doesn't vacuum. Yeah. Doesn't matter. I mean, there's these like stray lady hairs. I, I mean, I get it. And you got could have been carrot top, right? Yeah, it could no. have been the people that lived there before him. Baby, what happened was is carrot top came over to do some of his hilarious <laughs> prop comedy in my bedroom, and it was it was it was amazing. Bozo the a- clown was at my house. <laughs> Carrot Top had a, a sand bucket from the beach, and he reached in it to answer his shell phone, and I laughed and laughed, laughed and, and laughed, laughed and laughed. His laughed. fell out. They, they were talking about, which is funny because that reminds me of like the old story where you would vacuum your, fo- your floor with a coffee filter in yeah. case you, know, you might have dropped some stuff sure. and you wanted to save it. Yeah. So maybe, you know, like, but how crazy do you get to that point where you're like, I know what, how I can bust this guy. 
Which also There's, goes back to the the t- um not the tinsel lady, but the oh the glitter lady. Glitter lady. Glitter lady. I mean, oh. I'm pretty impressed with this lint roller lady's um, private investigating. I think it was quite quite conniving. I like it, it. Is but I feel bad that she she felt like she needed to do that. There's other issues yeah. going on. If you're that distrusting, where you're going to lint roll the floor, you know. Well, but obviously she was right because she found red hairs. So, hmm. I mean. The, she, it wasn't like she was just like this crazy jealous woman with no grounds to be doing it. She she was right. Yeah. And sadly, though, he did have a uh, an Irish setter. So, I mean. <laughs> ah, OK, then. See, I knew it was going to turn out OK. No. <laughs> There's an explanation for everything. <laughs> it's my dog. So, listen, we appreciate everybody being here. And uh, next week, we hope we're we're talking to the powers that be about being able to do another one of these and we really hope we can so if you if you want to subscribe and like and rate and share these with your friends and per maddie's instruction put it on the end of a stick and rub it on your friends from a safe distance it has to be at least a six foot long stick to rub it on your friends that's how you need to do it until the fall when fauci says you can rub on your friends safely again wait i thought we weren't supposed to bring ourselves like to the attention of the powers that be if they don't know we're here they won't know to cancel us. <laughs> mm. Now they know that you're thinking that. All right. Final thoughts, Charlie. What you got on your mind? Oh, gosh. Just, um, you know, if your dog is limping beside you, they're being sweet. They're not hurt. Isn't that sweet? Yes. Maybe maybe the guy was getting a, a lot of attention, like Maddie said, and the dog just wanted some of that. Exactly. All right. What's your final thought, Matt? I was just thinking, going back to the dinosaur butthole, that you know someone had to taste a beaver butthole to realize it tasted like raspberries. So how do we know what a dinosaur butthole tastes like? Well, you can find out. Let us know. Bom bom bom. Things that you will do for science. You are amazing. I can't wait to get my Nobel Prize. Thanks, everybody. Next time. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.